Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know, harder. Oh, I mean, not something that you'd be looking to uh, really resell, is it? Well, as I was saying, if I get it and it's not. Like if it if I get another one of these situations mm-hmm. where there's something wrong, I'd be like, Fuck. yeah. Um, but what I mean, was crazy was <laughs> no. I mean, it makes sense. It's that there's not like a, a great. Um, I don't want to say not great return policy, but very very limited options. Yeah, for a parts caster, yeah, yeah. there isn't like that's valuable to you because mm-hmm. you designed that the way you wanted it. And everybody else is like, is I want cool. the vendor name on it. Um, yeah. I, I don't even like the the funny thing is 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 um I mean yes there's there's quality considerations when it when it comes to materials made but in general especially if you're if you're playing you know you're you're not just collecting you're you're playing it I mean it's nothing to buy a mid mid range model and replace the guts with some yeah. higher end stuff I mean that's I've got a uh, a um a Squire P base body. And, but it's all, you know, higher end uh, guts in it. That's, I mean, that's that's what you do. I, I mean, that's like the, the smart way to do it. So so that's what this is. This is a made in Mexico Stratocaster. Um, the neck is a rosewood neck that I swapped mm. out. The pickups are Lawler vintage pickups. So the body is the only thing in here that's original. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I know. <laughs> you guys ready to do this? I'm ready to do this. Oh, just to be clear, my shirt is not into opposition of the uh, topic. It just, it's really oh. weird. I had on a Marvel <laughs> shirt for the last two days. And then this afternoon, I was like, you know, I should shower. Like, I should. Showing off his home state. No, oh, yeah, I was farting. I should... Oh, you were just farting? <laughs> that's, that's great, Nick. The C stands for hope. Hello and welcome to Breaking Deep Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of the Genreverse Podcast Network in LM Online. I'm sorry, I'm trying to put my sound back. There it goes. On today's show, we're going to be having a conversation about all of the announcements from D23. So we have stuff from Marvel, we've got stuff from Star Wars, we've got stuff from Lucasfilm. It's a big show. Um, I was going to start with one particular thing, but then I changed my mind. But we are still going to do something different. We've got trailers kind of mixed in. Usually we front load those, but we're going to uh, jump around a little bit Make on today's show. Producer. Is it hard? Is <laughs> no, it difficult? Is not, that hard? It's is not it? that big of a deal. Okay. Man, should have said something. Um, but on today's show as you heard we've got the producer we've got kyle malone and we've also got nick doll so it's a semi-classic show right mm-hmm. it's a it's a classic with an upgrade button classic plus the background. classic plus i like it classic <laughs> max classic plus what's what's another one of those that they name stuff classic prime um, classic prime which of the i can't i think i like all three of those <laughs> 
I'm going to be greedy. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out which one I like more. Um, but we're going to jump into probably this is this is probably my favorite of the things that we got. So we're going to do in this order. We're going to do Star Wars. We're going to do Marvel. And then we're going to do Lucasfilm. Is that all right with you, Nick? Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Let's jump into it. Um, with Star Wars, the big one, for at least for me, was The Mandalorian. Uh, so the trailer for this one, I thought it was gorgeous. Uh, we got a little bit of a recap in this trailer. So we got everything up until this point. So we got scenes from season one. We got scenes from season two. But there's a bunch of new stuff of Grogu and Den. Uh, and it's a little bit of Grogu and Den versus the world slash galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to see the clan of two back. But I think what I'm most excited about for this trailer is not only does it look gorgeous, but I remember... I th it was definitely me, Nick, and Jammer having a conversation about something someone on the production team said about this is like our Game of Thrones, right? Like we're mm -hmm. like this is gonna be our Game of Thrones, and we were having it like, what the fuck does that mean? And I was the most sour of the group, like fuck Game of Thrones, like I don't, don't, don't do that. Um, it seems like with the the um, regal. I don't know, gamesmanship about who's going to sit on the throne with Bo-Katan and the Darksaber coming into play last season. I feel like we're going to get to that promise. I don't know if that's what they actually meant, um, but I'm curious, what did you make of any of what I just said, Nick, in the trailer as a whole? I, I thought it looked really cool, like normal. I mean, it's the one I'm most excited for, even the new yes. stuff that's farther off in the distance. I'm like, eh. But uh, this... This dragged me back in the trailer. I didn't think I was that excited about Star Wars after watching uh, Book of Boba Fett and uh, uh, what was the dreadful one? Oh yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, wow, wow. That show. The you more I look back dreadful. at it, I'm like, there was five minutes of material in that show. Um, I have no I idea what you wanted from that show. Something more than a guy walking around with a girl, but. Uh, Oh, it looks cool. Yeah, I really like the setup with uh, kind of the fight for whatever's left of Mandalore um, okay. and basically the throne with the Darksaber and you know, them yeah. being more opposing figures than they were in the last uh, season of Mandalorian. But also yeah. he will see if he ever takes his helmet off now that he's no longer part of the religious sect or whatever she accuses him of being in since he was yeah. kicked out. Mandalore no more. So that should be the subtitle. I can almost call it Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man no more. Um, yeah, and I, I I might be making this up too, but I swear I remember someone saying that the Darksaber was basically their Excalibur. Um, mm. So all of that is kind of feeding into it. Can't believe you didn't like Obi-Wan Kenobi, but I guess you would call it like The Last of Us Obi-Wan Kenobi or Last of Us Star Wars. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We won't have too long to wait for this one. This one's going to come out in February of 2023. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's a relatively short wait. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it won't be the awful Star Wars that you think Obi-Wan was. Um, I'm so bad. I want my time back. <laughs> like, it's so bad. I wish I didn't watch it. Wow. Wow. It's not that bad. You're insane. Um Maybe. Rogue Rogue Squadron, uh, a little bit of bad news for fans of Rogue Squadron, either from the films or the uh, Michael Stackpole books. So Patty Jenkins had a space dogfight film, possibly series that was going, not television series, but 
series of films that was going to come out. Um, this was initially going to come out in December of 2023, but it looks like because it's not going to make it in time to start filming, they've taken it out of that slot. Um, so Nick, at this point, one, are you disappointed this is coming off the schedule? And two, now that this is off the schedule, do you think that we're going to get a film from either Jenkins, Watiti, or Johnson first? Um, it sounded like a cool idea, but I knew they would. I don't know. I I never really like the title. You're like, oh hell yeah, Rogue Squadron. Where I don't think this, it would have been the movie I actually you had a vote of no get. confidence in Chancellor Jenkins. Yeah, basically. I mean, did um, you not see Wonder Woman 84? I mean, or yeah, 84. To counter Kyle, a lot of great directors have a bad film. So, well, I'll just say say this on it. Remember uh when uh during the 84 press thing, she came out and maybe even before talked about the um amount of control she had on mm-hmm. the original movie, and these are her own words, her own words versus control on 84 she said the snyders uh zach and his wife and execson and warner brothers had more say in the first film and that she by her own own words said that she had complete control creative choices the writing the the editing she was the one that pushed for the the two opening you know openings of the movie and they gave her everything that when she said that that's when I got scared for Rogue Squadron. I've got my original copy of the book sitting behind me. Like, I was okay with the idea at first. And when I heard her say that that at Wonder first. Woman was <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 was her baby, she got what she wanted. Nope, I'm out. Bye-bye. <laughs> you would have seen it. And again, it would be ignorant. I mean, he watched Obi-Wan filmmaker too. on one film. Oh, okay. <laughs> Especially when her first movie won the Academy Award. I don't oh, know if she it, won it or Charlie Starin won really, it. Do we really? I love how we pick freedom. and choose. I love how we pick and choose when an Academy Award accolade means something and when it when it doesn't. I mean, it never does. Thank you, Jonesy. Yeah, but it, it never does. Uh, um, uh, I think the first film we will see is Taika Waititi's because I don't think really? there's anyone else in the running to have the next film be by Johnson. Johnson's busy as fuck with Glass Onion. Well, the one after the Glass Onion, who knows what it will be called. Um, and he was even at, like Jam and I discussed the other week where I don't think you were on that one, Jonesy, where he had a quote where he's like, Oh, yeah, mine's still happening, but it mm-hmm. sounds like the thing people say all the time where it's like, Oh, yeah, mine's gonna happen in like 10 years, and you're like, Yeah, no, yeah, why, why say anything at all? I don't know because someone asked him, because <laughs> somebody asked him, okay, I felt like all these direct get trapped into like do you hate marvel or do you like marvel thing we're like yeah scorsese wouldn't have said he disliked marvel if no one asked him his opinion on marvel it's not like he went okay. out of his way to be like marvel's terrible i think they did and i have to rem- i have to go i i would have to go look and i'm not going to do that um i actually do for rogue squadron i have a question for you about this kyle um so this project was not going to be based on the book or video games at all so the question i have for you is what era would you want it to be set in personally uh i wanted them to take the idea of stackpole's books but replace akbar with wedge where he's an admiral in the in the military replace wedge with poe 
where Poe is the commander mm. reforming Rogue Squadron in the aftermath of the of the fall of the And then uh, you get your corn horn. They they tease Karan and, and uh Obi Wan Kenobi, so he'd be a bit old for uh for that by now, but potentially you could have, you know, done something similar. And then go take Coruscant from the first order. I mean you you literally could take the books and, and update them. However, given that that was that would be like my dream thing the one thing i didn't want was uh well two things i didn't want one i didn't want flight school because rogue squadron mm. is more like selection you know what i'm saying it's more like ranger sure. school or or uh uh the q course it's not it's not basic you you're know? already the best of the best right and it's it's bringing the best of the best together to train to go do something so similar so to you wanted top maverick you didn't want maverick. top yeah right. i was about to compare it to exactly. maverick i was so, about to compare it to maverick where it's like oh go ahead nick where they were like you'd think we're maverick already the would, best of the best who's gonna train us well you'd think with maverick coming out they'd, they'd be more excited for this project even if they had to replace patty jenkins but it's almost like the, I, I feel like they're almost saying the opposite where they're like and shit why bother making movies about well, flight anymore i was gonna say that's that that we had heard Mike's sources and and uh, you guys will talk about how one of our uh you know one of our source uh uh stories turned out not not to come true uh the one about um uh Ezra Bridger later Ezra but Bridger, yeah. uh we we had heard via uh sources from uh Mike had heard from sources that uh technology for filming Rogue Squadron was uh a factor how big mm-hmm. of a factor how how much more of a factor we never could, you know, really get, but that the, the, cause they really wanted something that looked more than just a, a whole of a ship filmed in the volume. Like they wanted more than that. Um, even though the volume does allow for realistic lighting, but they, they wanted more than what they have right now. Again, this is, uh, allegedly if so, besides not wanting it in flight school, the only other yeah. thing I really uh, uh, cared about was that it wasn't in the uh, OT or PT era, like away from that. So way in the future, it didn't matter if it was Poe yeah. or further. Um, but I, I do think it would have been really, really easy, especially for that. F- the first two books, the the taking of Coruscant, um, mm-hmm. I think it would have been really translated. Yeah, well translated. Just updating it, like I said, Wedge in in uh, Akbar's spot and Poe in in Wedge's spot. So it's interesting what you say about the technology because I, you know, say what you will about the movie, I still think back on that opening scene from Revenge of the Sith, and I still remember being like, "This is awesome," mm-hmm. um, and I really loved. That's interesting. Siri just said, "Thanks, glad to help." I don't, I don't know what I whatever um yeah i remember watching they just that sent disney our conversation and that's that's yes. how they're gonna get our uh She's still the movie. <laughs> um yeah i thought that was a fantastic opening scene so it's interesting to me that you know 20 years on or however long it's been um that that's still a concern i guess i get it fine whatever sure but yeah i like that idea i think it would have been fun to see poe kind of in that role um because it would have been the payoff for his interactions with uh, Holdo and Leia, right? The idea that you need to become a leader, right? Dead heroes don't help anybody. And so it would have been nice to see that kind of evolution. But you know what you need for that? Fucking plan. 
now that we've dropped the P word, I think we can mm-hmm. move on. Yes. You guys ready? Yes. All right. <laughs> Some more Star Wars news. Uh, it's only disappointing to Mena Massad, but Ezra Bridger has been cast, uh, and it turns out that it is not Mena Massad who was in uh, Aladdin. It's actually Iman Esfandi, who I don't know any of his work. He's going to be in an f- upcoming film called King Richard, and he's been cast as Ezra Bridger in the upcoming uh, Ahsoka Tano film. And Minimasad did series. not mince. Hmm? Oh, I'm sorry, did I say movie? Yeah. Sorry, series. Um, I Minimasad did not mince words saying that he felt like he didn't get a fair shot. Uh, he sent in a self-video recorded audition for the role of Ezra Bridger. And just I I guess it was just radio silence from Disney on that end. Um uh, his his feelings on it are kind of fascinating because I to this day, I still maintain that he is the weakest link in the Aladdin film. But mm-hmm. Nick, given that you haven't seen anything from this fella, Iman Esfandi, uh, you still haven't seen uh, Star Wars Rebels, have you? No, and we'll get to one of the reasons why when we talk about a different show. No, we'll talk about it now. Okay. I still find the show is hideous. Like the, the animation style. The animation style. Yes, I don't think yes. I could sit through that many seasons of a terrible looking show. Like graphic the story was great, and I, I'm not confident in. I, I know, think just like the first, I think the first two seasons of Clone Wars, meh. But you after that, like pretty piece. good. You sound like a One Piece fan, man. You got to make it 400 episodes <laughs> in before before it gets good. You do, you do. <laughs> um. And the sad thing is I, I'm like a hundred and something chapters in the one piece. And I still haven't kept going. I'm busy. I have things to mm-hmm. do. And so, yeah, I, I do think that the first two uh, seasons of, I think the first season of rebels and probably the first two seasons of clone wars, like, okay, but they really pick up after that. And I don't know. I think that the story one, I think going into Ahsoka Tano, you'll be missing a lot. Um, the same way that people were freaking out during parts of Boba Fett as certain characters popped up. I think that you will be missing those moments going forward because you didn't watch those. Like so, the crew of the ghost and, and their yeah. the painting mural that, that has been seen in the uh, Ahsoka uh, footage. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a, a scene Wikipedia. in Rogue Squadron. I think it was <laughs> you guys. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> so, when that's like saying that you could read a Wikipedia about Age of Ultron or any of the Avengers movies or anything that had Captain America in it, and you would still get the same feeling in Endgame. Mm. That's not true. true. That there's an emotional well, investment I mean, from true that going as far as I'm agreeing journey. with you. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they balance that, right? Because I think the ghost was in Rogue Squadron, and were they in Rise of Skywalker? Um, you mean Rogue One? Yeah. Rogue yeah, so one. I was wondering if they were in Rise of Skywalker. I'm pretty sure they were in Rogue One. They, uh, so Rogue that was that his it was ship? Seen. Rogues. It was seen. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, little stuff like that. Like people were like, yay. Um, and you kind of miss out on that. But anyway, is there anything that would cause you to watch that? Do you care? Do you care at all? No. Not the anime stuff, but I'll totally watch. He's going to be on Ahsoka, right? Mm-hmm. Totally watch any live action show. 
Yeah. I feel like you I'm actually going through a different universe right now, starting with basically episode one of the 90s Star Trek or late 80s. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Nick's been watching when we get to the end next gen. So I think it'll be a while before I have time for Star Wars. Yeah. And I did I watch just... part of it. I watched the movie, which is the first star episode, three episodes, and I thought it was appalling. Oh, Encountered Farpoint? I don't even know what it was called. It's, they put the, the package like the jelly. first storyline. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. one with the flamboyant hut. That's all I remember. No, no, I'm talking about Star Wars. Now I'm talking about Star Wars. Yeah, again. I'm like, what the f- not to who watches yet. No, I'm talking about uh I watched the first three episodes of Star the animated Star Wars and was okay. very not impressed. I know you said it that gets was... better after two seasons, but so then I, then I thought I'm like Firepoint. That was the Trek episode. I, oh yeah, that's what you were talking about. about. You said Star that's Wars. the universe I'm in. I watched the first two episodes. I'm starting and it just the sequence of events. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Funny. Okay. So yeah, I'll watch him in live action, but I don't. I still don't care enough to go back and watch the animated. I'm movie. really curious how the mileage will vary for people that invested in Clone Wars and Rebels, um, because Ahsoka's story spans though both of those. Uh, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, speaking of things that you don't want to watch because they're hideous looking, Tales of the Jedi. Yep, that's the one apparently they like Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. They're just they're just they're doubling down on their their tales of the jedi um clone war stuff so this one's actually going to drop relatively soon so october 26th if you're interested in clone wars you get to see a younger version of dooku qui-gon mace is back we get some yaddle um <laughs> i the, didn't notice hmm? <laughs> i didn't notice yaddle in there because i was like qui-gon was his yaddle. master <laughs> yeah. yeah um so i'm really curious it, this hasn't even piqued your interest, has it? It looks slightly better than Clone Wars used to. Oh, all of it looks better than like the first, like the the picture I've seen. That's the most hideous of all of it is the original design for Doku or Dooku Dooku? or whatever, where he's like got Dooku. this solid like N sixty four beard. His point is sharp. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna watch it? Tales of the Jedi? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Same reason. And what even is it? Is it an anthology show that jumps around, or is it like a prequel to? Attack I think so. It's anthology. I thought it was an anthology. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was interesting yeah, to learn shorts. that Qui Gon's master was Dooku. That was a fun revelation. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm interested mentioning in that. Oh, well, guys, Qui Gon would have been dead by the time he fought Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I think that at the end of Clone Wars, I was perfectly happy with where it ended. Uh, but going back into this world and jumping around in different eras and getting to see these people at different times in their lives and periods of time that we we didn't know them. Like Dooku, we, we might get more insight into why he was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Fuck you guys. I'm going home, um, which I'm kind of excited about. And getting to see him interact with Qui Gon and getting to see Mace at a different period. I'm curious if we'll get to see what happened with Yaddle because Yaddle was on the Jedi Council and just seemed to fuck off. And until we see it officially, uh, we don't know. So that'll be fun, I think. She's I'll choked on a pretzel between the movies. <laughs> Have we ever seen Yoda eat anything? He was yeah, eating he like, like the, gives the Luke bowl. stew or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. But puppet Muppets can't eat, so only Luke eats. That's fine. I want to see that. Um yeah, I I will watch it and report back to you, knowing that you will you will not yeah. be interested in watching. I'd like it. a report. Danny watches the animated stuff, right? Yeah, no, he went back and watched it after we yeah. didn't shut up about it. Or probably me. I don't think Jammer watched it all. It's mostly I don't, me. I can't remember if Jammer does or not. Yeah. I don't think he does. I think he gives zero fucks about it. But yeah, uh, next month, October, you get to see some more Tales of the Jedi. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good time. So we'll see. We'll see. Different eras, different Jedi, different time stuff. Ready to move on to some Marvel? I need to pause time out. real quick. I'll be right back. Recording stopped. Did that fart turn into a shit? There. Cool. Welcome back, Nick. Yeah. I'd like to go again. I'm feeling sick, but let's Uh-oh. do it. No. All right. So moving on from Star Wars to Marvel, um, I would like to have a conversation beginning with what we didn't get. I think. And you can tell me if this applies to you, Nick, as well. A lot of people were disappointed, right? So there is a, you know, to to paraphrase Steppenwolf, no Fantastic Four, no X-Men, no Deadpool. Um, and I think people were really upset by that. So we've got uh, a lot of folks who were kind of expecting either to see Reed Richards, to see Sue Storm, because they were heavily rumored to be cassory so there were rumors about jody comer being cast as sue storm and potentially either krasinski or ben bagley bagley it's either bagley or bagley Mm. we'll go with bagley because i like ed bagley jr Um, (laughs) and i'm really curious at least with that what do you think the deal is with casting why are they holding off so much i don't even think they're holding off i just think it's way early in the process like that movie's like Four years away, three years away. It's beginning okay. of phase six, but we're still I mean, phase six. But phase five hasn't even started yet. Like someone pointed out more with the mutants, where they're like, "Of course they haven't cast a single mutant. So that's probably not even going to be part of phase six unless it's sequel." Oh no, 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 no. Miss Marvel's a mutant. Oh yeah. Da-na-na-na-na-na. You mean um, mutant that you care about? Well, I don't think we're going to get any of the X Men mutants. Maybe yeah. teases here and there, but I don't think we'll get any of the. Maybe even a few of the D-list ones, just but because Mar- Marvel's really good about turning D-list, Who's D-list characters. Mutant? Who's a D-list mutant? One, I mean, I'm talking about one I can't name. That's how. D-list oh, okay. Oh, it's like oh. I've never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, and now it's like a worldwide. So you mean phenomenon. Doll, the doll list? <laughs> <laughs> the doll list. I know a lot of mutants that were never in the movies, but uh, um. So let me ask you about that. So you said that you were what three four years out from this by contrast uh marshall mm. ali was cast as blade in july of 2019 and right? uh, i'll say and the avengers movies have writers and even possible yeah. director for six and so we based on that timeline i think it's weird um Blade has been cast. We've at least heard his voice. We haven't seen him in a movie yet, which means that his movie is probably at least a yet another year off, which would mean cast in 2019 and we don't get a movie for him until 2024. I think they're Kanging him. Like Kang was to cast so early because they're going to use him somewhere else. Okay. So then More my than same, just a voice. <laughs> so, 
So that's my same question about Fantastic Four then. Like, it seems like a very long, um, long time not to announce them, especially especially given the fact that we were kind of expecting it to happen already. But mm-hmm. that's just me. there was a lot of stuff that the Jammer and I discussed last week. Like they're supposed to just parade out Henry Cavill and Giancarlo Esposito and stuff, and it was like, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't you happen. Got... And I really expected yeah. a lot of Phase Six slots to be filled in. But again, it makes yeah. more sense not to do that yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, moving on to some stuff that we did get. Uh, so Thunderbolts. That is, I guess, Super some exciting. kind of Suicide Squad. Um, what is have, some sort of Suicide Squad? What is it? Some sort of Marvel Suicide Squad. Um, I'm kind of curious how you, what do you think about the positioning of this? Because it looks like. Uh, Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier is going to be kind of like the Rick Flag of the group. He's the most stable one of everyone in that lineup. So for everybody's reminder, we've got Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova. We've got Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes. We've got Wyatt Russell as U.S. agent. Olga Kirilenko as the Taskmaster. David Harbour as Red Guardian. Hannah John Kamins as Ghost. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Val. Um, we There are some notable absences from that. We've got no Red Hulk. We've got no Baron Zemo. We've got not necessarily an absence, uh, but curious one abomination uh and justin not hammer there and just were we expecting justin hammer do you think we were i'm expecting him somewhere especially since they're bringing back leader somewhere. they have to bring him back we want justin him hammer we all well, want him yeah we want like they him. brought back everyone at this point now they well, brought back lead they're bringing back leader in a future project here's what i think about that i think we are moving towards wrapping up the hulk story so if you look at who would they brought back, they brought back Abomination, they brought back Leader, uh, they've introduced a new Hulk. So I think we're, mo- and he's now going to what we assume is uh, to the beginning of, yeah, I was going to say Sakaar to do some sort of worldwide or planet Hulk or something of that nature. Um, and so it feels like we're moving towards the end of his story. That's why I think those folks have been brought back, but I could be wrong. Definitely feels like I've I've mentioned this before, and with the casting announcement, it definitely feels I would say more like the Avengers than it will be the Suicide Squad, at least in yeah. style. I don't think we're gonna get a lot of pop songs and deaths and stuff. I feel like it's there. There's because I, I, I found it really interesting that Kevin Feige announced the Avengers don't exist right now. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is our team then for now. They're some of them are shady. Um, I love Sebastian Stan's quote about. He's the most normal one on the team. Yeah. Which says a lot about <laughs> the team. And yeah. for some reason I forgot David Harbour was even could even be one of the people in it. And now he's <laughs> I mean, I love David Harbour and I love Red Guardian. So he's actually the one I'm most excited for. Okay. Besides Bucky and uh the new Black Widow. Let me ask you guys well, a what's up question about it. So in the comics run. And I'm not a page to panel or page to screen type person, but just, you know, I do like bad guys. So, uh, but in the comics, it's a team usually made up of more bad guys than anti heroes. And in here, we've literally got at the forefront with uh, the new Black Widow and uh, Bucky, two fully reformed outright 
good guys, you know, like yep. complete. They're they're good guys. Uh, Harbor, who showed himself to be, you know, relatively rehabitable, if you if you will, like mm-hmm. he he could be on the good team. And then you've got Ghost, who was literally helped by uh, Avengers, Him. and yeah. as far as we know, is also on the good, good side. The only real truly questionable ones are our taskmaster who was you know victim of, yeah and I, I i air quote the hell out of, <laughs> out of taskmaster uh oh no i was i was thinking about u.s agent oh yeah i was gonna say <laughs> is, even he got by then even <laughs> his series even he's like fighting alongside right but, and bucky not but he's still questionable because he's, he's got the serum and his his personality wasn't you know as pure as as rod like they said the serum can enhance the the worst of you as as well so despite him having some some sympathetic moments he's still a a danger and and potential it's just it's weird what do you guys think about this being more more anti-hero more almost guardians on earth than it is a a thunderbolts or a a suicide squad so i I don't think think that u.s agent there's no way that definitely not at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier that I think that he was redeemed, right? No, the, no. The iconic shot from that, almost that entire series, is him bludgeoning somebody with Captain America's shield to death. Like, yes. And then the, the next opening scene of the following episode is blood dripping from it. So <clears throat> that's why I was like, problematic. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So... It'll be interesting to see how they integrate that into here because of all of those people, right? Taskmaster was mind controlled. There there was some sort of, you know, unwillingness to go along with that. Um, And so based on that, actually everybody, right? Yelena was tricked. Bucky Barnes was brainwashed. Taskmaster was controlled. Um, Red Guardian, not so much. He was yeah. never really that bad of a guy yeah. to begin with. He was never that bad. <laughs> I mean, who knows what yeah. his super sol- soldier serum has done to him or yeah. whatever, but yeah. So of these folks, really the only one that kind of did what they did willingly was John Walker. Yeah. So And, and Val. She has dirty politician government. I don't know yet, right? Like, what's her bad thing? Well, no, I'm she, saying that the the feel of it is. Oh, the, yeah. She the just kind of angle and what slimy. you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Slimy Nick Fury. Yeah. <laughs> And that's yeah. kind of what I was, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do wonder. I have two villain propositions for it. One, Dr. No. I mean, not Dr. No. It's Dr. <laughs> Doom. Dr. Doom. I missed. Yeah. Doom, because uh, the next movie is Fantastic Four. Or some of the people we're missing. One of them is Zemo, um, who's traditionally the leader of. I mean, there's so many versions. Of the Thunderbolts, there's a Do- Doctor Strange Thunderbolts. There's a Thunder- Thunderbolts that has the Punisher and Daredevil. I mean, not Daredevil, uh, Deadpool on it at the same time, and they're mostly good guys. So it really yeah. depends on what run you're looking at. Um, Leader has even been on the Thunderbolts, like so. It really like that. That's a that's a team that gets mixed up even more than the Avengers. Though the recent Avengers comics, they try to hold themselves to like the rule of six, and they kind of go in and out. Um, I wasn't. I didn't like that. Go in and out, but uh, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see who their villain is. I heard there was uh, again, I didn't look into it enough, so I'm not prepared. I heard that if you type in the URL and look at, if you figure out a code on it, you see a picture of Baron Zemo. 
Um, that's just something well, I read in an article. There about. was a sorry, hit the button twice. There was um an actual URL to a article or a feed from D23 about Thunderbolts, and it had Zemo's name in the URL. It wasn't anything like about code. It was just the okay. title. You know how like on our back end, if you put a title in, it'll generate a yeah. URL, but you can change the title. And if you don't go in and manually change the URL, then anything in that original title will still be in there. So I think that so might be of what yeah. happened. Because I think that Zemo is also the least reformed of the group, and his main mission is destroy all superhumans. And in this, we have three super soldiers right up, right up front. I don't know. So, I haven't seen John Walker dance yet. I feel like <laughs> Baron Zemo might have him beat on the on the reform thing. So I don't know. Plus, he likes Trouble Man. No, no, I think it's I do Man. love. <laughs> You love what? Oh, just that scene. That Great conversation. Scene. Yeah. Great scene. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Last question I have for you on this, Nick, is who do you who are they going after? So if the Avengers are gone, what is this team for? What do you what do you need to call in these people for? Because the idea was, right, there was an idea. If the Avengers are the folks that you call in that uh save the world. These are still people that are sanctioned by the government, which I think also answers mm. Kyle's question about um, they're not that bad, right? They can't be dirty because they still work for the government, the U.S. government. Uh, Val still works for somebody in the U.S. government. What are you calling these people for? You can't call Sam for what? What are they doing? I mean, it could be a number of bad guys. Uh, I guess I'm my best guess. Yes, I know. I'm asking team. you. Like, I guess next best guess is another team or Doctor Doom. I don't see like another alien army or something. Um, but it is interesting. It, it reminds me of the David Harbor line from Suicide Squad, where it's like, "What if Superman ripped the roof off the White House?" And then you look at the team, and you're like, "None of them could touch Superman. Yeah, none of them could do this shit." Seems, this team seems much more effective than the Suicide Squad. As far they've as got three fucking super soldiers, yeah, right. They could actually do some damage. So yeah, so interesting. Okay, they could we'll we'll be see. hunting Avengers. Like I, I don't think that I could find myself to be interested in this project until i find out who the villain is and i think it's very interesting that we don't know yet so what if they're the first team to fight and lose to kang what if they're the villain uh i would love it like because kang has the great lines especially in the footage that was shown where he's like if i you're an avenger he's like have i killed you before yeah (laughs) Which is funny because I think at that point everybody knows who Scott Lang is. And I think it's whatever his well, because he's from a different on, universe. Well, yeah, I was whatever. just gonna say yeah. whatever his legend is on other planets or other timelines. Like Kang is so like I don't fucking know who you are. <laughs> he's not temporally known. He's only locally known. Mm. But moving from one super soldier set of super soldiers to one non-super soldier, but still sort of interrelated. We're going to talk about the New World Order, Captain America. So this one should be kind of interesting. Um, No footage was shown for this one, but we know that Julius Ona, who directed Cloverfield Paradox, is directing this one. I haven't seen that yet, Nick. Have you seen that? Yeah. Was it good? 
Yeah, I watched right after the Super Bowl. It's fine. Like, mm. I'm getting fine. an east west from Kyle over here. The <laughs> it's not the direction, it's the writing. Um, I see. Yeah. Like, it was, I don't know. I didn't feel like I wanted my time back. I'm glad I saw it. Well, I'd probably watch it again if I saw it floating somewhere. Just out of curiosity. What's it on? Is it on Netflix or is it on Hulu? It was, it was on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. It came out. They like put out the ad for it like during the Super Bowl. And then I no, I didn't even finish the Super Bowl. I left the room and turned on Cloverfield Paradox. Nice. It's got one nice. good man after Mount Heart. It's got one really, really good body horror moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm always I'm always um I'm always down for that. I'll take it out. I'll I'll give it I'll give it a try. I'll add it to the Don't list. Don't put it high on the list, but but I'll add it, it to the list. Keep it on the list, yeah. <laughs> Added it to the list. Uh so other things about this film. We the big announcement from D23. So in addition to Carl Lumley coming back as Isaiah Bradley, we got Tim oh, Blake yeah. Nelson returning as leader, who we were just discussing uh momentarily. Uh, well, a moment ago, not momentarily. Mm-hmm. That's future. So I still think that between this casting of the leader and uh, Abomination that we're we're going to be moving on from the Hulk. But I'm curious within the context of Captain America, there's another thing that I find interesting. So we're not going to get a Sebastian Stan in this film as far as we know. Right. So that's kind of disappointing. But what kind of threat do you think that the leader is going to pose to Sam Wilson? So he's more he's certainly more cerebral, but he does definitely has like a physical aspect to him. Oh, does he? I thought he was just brain man, like super smart would like maneuver, especially the themes coming after Falcon. Even and the Winter okay, Soldier to put it another way, stuff like that. Even the weakest gamma creation is stronger than a human. I thought he was mostly ahead with like, I thought he was more like Modoc. I was going to say, you're thinking <laughs> of Modoc. Because I thought he was someone that Cap, even a normal Captain America, could just punch in the face and his superpowers are intelligence. Um, we'll see. It's really, yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting choice for that to pre the project they bring him back in. Um, of course, I like seeing all these characters redeemed from movies I barely consider canon and it makes it feel more like canon. But yeah, I don't know. It's just a very interesting choice. I don't know what cat villain you'd pick for a Sam Wilson cat movie, but it could tie into the comic a lot more with leader manipulating stuff that we've already seen this in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But they kind of mentioned it in early, didn't the writer mentioning it early on where he's like, yeah, it's going to be a movie about Captain America, like Sam Wilson finding his place as a black Captain America even though we just spent a series on that. I remember us talking about that and being like, hey, we already saw that in the series. But it could be leader manipulating people, especially the government, because as we, like I said, when we came off Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there's a lot of like, everything's still in turmoil. Like the rich control everything and countries aren't what they seem and people are displaced. Yeah. Even though we've seen the game past that in phase four and it hasn't been mentioned since then. I don't know if you need a super smart person to uh, make people hate a black Captain America, but yeah. Well, there's more to it than that. I don't know. Is there maybe leader claims to be superior Avenger sort of character and seems like a good guy for a while. He's manipulating folks. 
I don't know what his powers are. Can he mind control people or something? No. With that head? He's a strategery. He's kind of like a um original Steve Rogers. Yeah. The Green Rogers. Like he oh, Steve old, Rogers. But Rogers. Green Rogers. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I thought it was an interesting choice. Okay. Now, I don't know He's what more I was like expecting, a, think but... of him more like a uh, like a Lex Luthor type. Yeah. As opposed to like that's the best way I could think of to describe him. Oh, he's got some but green. cap that, that people are working for him. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think the thing that I'm more excited about this uh, than Tim Blake Nelson coming back is Isaiah Bradley coming back. Oh, yeah. Uh, mostly because, one, I think that he and Sam had some really powerful scenes together in Falcon and Winter Soldier. But did you guys hear that? Yeah. Was that on your end? <laughs> Yeah, I think a truck might be about to barrel into my house. Um, I hope not. I think the thing that I'm the most excited about, we were just talking about mutants, right? And Isaiah Bradley, for me, always uh, is a nexus to the Weapon X program or the Weapon Plus program. And so every time he comes up, I'm like, all right, come on, give me like a Wolverine. We've already got a Captain America. We've already got like a, like, give me an Omega Red, right? I'd be excited if they gave us an Omega Red. Give me, give me something fucking desperate over here, starving. So every time you talk about Isaiah Bradley, I feel like I I get excited for those other things that he represents in addition to uh, his relationship with Sam Wilson. So we'll see. Thumbs up, thumbs up from Nate. Ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. So you were talking about Kang. Uh, This also ties into Loki. Um, And I'm sorry, I forgot to say, 3 May 2024 for that Captain America. So it's kind of a long runway to find out. So we'll get some more details about what's going to happen with that going forward. But Ant-Man is February of next year and Loki is summer of 2023. And it'll be fun to see what kind of havoc Kang reeks on these two individuals because there was some footage shown of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, and what it makes it apparent is that Kang is just a big player. But what I find kind of interesting, it seems like Kang needs something from Scott. And it's interesting yeah. to me that as powerful as Kang is supposed to be, what is it that he needs Scott to do? So it seems like we're going to move from uh, a time heist to a quantum heist. Maybe we'll see. Um, but we also got footage of Loki, and much like we got towards the end of the last season, there is a reveal of you know faces of Kang variants within statues inside of the timekeeper's headquarters. So Kang is all over the place. Uh, Peyton Reed has praised Jonathan Major's performance as Kang. He called him a young Marlon Brando. And Michelle Pfeiffer said that the story for Quantum Mania, she said it gets dark at times. Um, and it's darker than we've gone before. And it's epic. And my question for you, Nick, is given that this is the third film in this series and it gets dark, who's going to die? Somebody's got to uh, die. I know. I hope it's. <laughs> Hank. Oh, Hank would be a good one. I really don't want to see Paul Rudd die. I was gonna say take any of the rest except for his daughter or him. It's Hank's definitely a good not one. gonna be his daughter. Let's say Hank too. Do you think it's gonna be Hank? 
Yeah, at least. I wouldn't be surprised if they did kill off Paul Rudd, but that would be very disappointing. Because <laughs> they are doing away with a lot of the original Avengers. I mean, he's not original, original. He's not original uh, recipe, yeah. He's original as far as comics. I don't know. What he's if it's Michael Pena? If it's Michael Pena, I'm going to fucking riot. If they kill Luis, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> that would be the most painful. Man, okay. that would be the darkest death that they could possibly. It would be. There like, was this one time where Kang showed up and he stabbed me through the chest. <laughs> terrible. Fucking terrible. I agree. Um, yeah, so I, I do think that certainly going forward, it would probably either be Michael Douglas or Michelle Pfeiffer that are going to X out. And more likely, Michael Douglas, right? Just because he's probably further on in years. And also, we've already had a fake death with uh, Jenna Van Dyne. Mm-hmm. True. So that would be my rationale for thinking that it probably is going to be Hank. So I agree with you. Yeah, if it's Luis, I'm, I'm going to be real upset. The most minor of characters. Gangs Whatever. Flip. Fuck you, minor. Fuck you, minor. He's like, uh, he's like, well, he's, he's not like Darcy. I'd, I'd be all right if Darcy is Darcy. Is that her name? Yeah, I'd be all right. Yeah. I mean, do we? I mean, I like him, but they they totally wasted not using him to do a uh, a recap before yep. Endgame. Yeah. Yep. And so it's like, is there even a point now? <laughs> There isn't one. Like I, yeah, they needed to bring it back. I think he and Darcy need to meet, just hang out. I don't need like a love thing, but just like a, oh man, and then just started talking a mile a minute. I remember the scene from uh, Young <laughs> Justice where two of the Flashes were talking, and we saw from the perspective of another character, and we couldn't understand what they were <laughs> saying because they were talking so fast. I want that, Darcy and Louise. Give me that. Anyway. Just a typical Young Marlon Brando. sitcom. <laughs> like, yeah. Sitting, like, sharing an apartment, paying the bills. Something. Something. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Majors, Young Marlon Brando should be good. I'm looking forward to this. I'm because we're going to have him in Ant Man, we're going to have him in Loki, and then that's eventually going to build towards the next Avengers film. So we get to see what he is capable of. Should be fun. Yeah. I've yeah. loved Jonathan Majors ever since uh, <clears throat> uh, Loki and the other stuff we've seen him in since then. He just he shines. But that was like the first time I really took notice was uh, Loki. And like we saw Is him really? in that one awesome Western for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, what had he been in before that? The show that Jammer and I didn't even finish, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, Lovecraft you Country. Told us not even to finish it. That's really the only thing I'd seen him in before that. And he blew up yeah. after that. Like the other Western the ending, we watched. Yeah, the ending to Lovecraft Country. You I liked it us right up until tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah, the ending, <coughs> not so great. But it was good. It was good right up until the end. Got to stick that landing, baby. Those landings are hard, though. I'll admit mm. that. Landings are hard. Um, there was a... You ready to move on? Yeah. It's not like you want to talk about Quantum Mania. Let's move on. We've got some Wakanda Forever type stuff. Uh, apparently... You know, everyone thinks that because T'Challa's dead, fuckers, that the vibranium that is in Wakanda is up for grabs. Basically, that it is too dangerous for the Wakandans to have on their own. Uh, that is a scene that we got um, between the Queen of Wakanda 
and some leaders around the world. I think it was a UN meeting and Angela Bassett was holding the fort down, basically telling them to fuck off. Um, I'm still not quite on board with what I've seen from the film yet, just because I want what I want and I'm not going to get it. And until I see what they've done and if it's better until it, until I see it, I'm probably going to be skeptical. There's just no other way to say it. Um, but it should be interesting going forward. It's nice that they're going to introduce Riri Williams. I'm interested in seeing her as a character before she gets her own series and then see how she interacts with uh, Don Cheadle in Armor Wars. So it's going to be fun seeing her as a character that has a thread and arc throughout mm-hmm. the course of the, the MCU. Um, did you read anything about the, the footage that was shown? Not a lot. Just basically like something about a government unit coming in and forcefully trying to take vibranium. That's all I think I read. I didn't even read if there were any Namor clips or anything. Namor? Namor? Namor. 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 Um, so yeah, I I think it's it'll be interesting going forward. Um I'm really curious to see how this is gonna turn out. That's really all I can say about it. I have deep-seated personal feelings, way too invested in this film to be objective about it. But I'll I'll give it my best shot. I got it. But I won't have to wait long. November. Hmm. Question, Jonesy. Yep. Uh, one of the because I know a lot of people that are like you as far as the recast uh, uh, T'Challa over uh, um, killing him off is the idea that some have floated of, you know, Killmonger didn't die, T'Challa did heal him up. Is there, is that one possibility where Killmonger comes in that this becomes a, a, I don't want to say good movie, but does that alleviate anything enough for, for you? No. No. So my feeling on this, I need to write a piece about it. And part of it is every time I sit down to try and write it, I like, I get too feely about it. I don't care who you put in a blank pet, black Panther suit. Like I, I really don't, it could be Shuri. It could be uh Nakia. It could be you like, you could be like, Hey, we're going to bring back Killmonger. And we're going to stick him in a suit. That doesn't, I think as a character T'Challa meant so much and had such a good arc. And it's funny because I'm wearing a Superman shirt. I was watching the second season of Superman and Lois. And there was a scene between Superman and one of his sons and one of the not one of the things that stuck out to me the most about T'Challa as a character I loved watching him interact with his father those were really strong scenes to me like just very slow and tender moments like his father putting his hand on his face um, when his father passed away and then having them interact uh, with each other in the spirit realm swapping out who's in the suit doesn't bring that back um and then that moment between superman and his son you get to there was a rumor that nakia was going to be pregnant with t'challa's son like now you're talking about raising this black child in the world without a father and watching this moment of superman and his son because i'm going to spoil this superman was helping his son learn how to fly and his son learned how to fly and like they're jumping up and down on the ice in the Arctic, like all excited. And you feel something watching that scene. 
And I get that the film is called Black Panther and I get that you can put whoever you want in the Black Panther suit, but there are moments that you will just lose like that. Um, and for me as a father, that's hard. I can I've had a quick question. That, man. I, I've had, wow. Uh, I've had a question about that. Obviously it's not happening for this movie. People are still tweeting it. You guys, yeah, it's not happening. Like, do you want a variant for them to fix it in the future? Pull a variant? out and then have t'challa back in 616 or is it just people are just tweeting it knowing it'll never happen i mean at this point i am fairly certain that it won't happen and i would almost be happier if it turned out that nakia was not going to have his love child out of wedlock and it just continued the series as is um, I think my brain could deal with that slightly easier than those other feelings of this kid growing up without his father. Cool. So what else? Anything, anything else on black Panther? Nah, nah. All right. What else we got? Um, I didn't ask you about Loki. Uh, I, did I didn't ask really see Loki. anything about it. I mean, I know there yeah. was stuff, but I really didn't. I really only paid attention to like the trailers and Thunderbolts. Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm curious what the, I know there has to be a benefit, right? You have paid for a hotel, you've paid for a ticket, you've traveled to this place. So there has to be a benefit to the bargain for going to D23 versus everyone else that just sits at home. Because if they release everything at home, then, you're sitting there like, well, why did I spend all this money to come here? And so I, from that perspective, I understand it. Um, but it does kind of suck to just only at this point, be able to read reactions to some of this footage that was released. But that mostly whatever. applies to me and goddamn Indiana Jones. Don't even have a fucking title yet. <laughs> Lucasfilm fucked yet. up. Did they? I felt so. I mean, they probably have a title. You just don't know what it is yet. No, we'll get to yeah, that in a second. Let's, let's talk one more thing, and then we'll get into the Lucasfilm offerings. Uh, so the last Marvel project I wanted to talk about, and then certainly if you wanted to talk about the Marvels, you, you could. Uh, that's just not my bag. Nah, I'm okay skipping the Marvels. All right. Uh, so Secret Invasion, we're going to get that in spring of 2023. So at this point... Uh, what I found interesting about this, Don Cheadle is done with his Marvel contract. So he is, you know, he's, he said he's down for whatever at this point, if it looks interesting, if he wants to do it, um, but he's not obligated to do so. Um, it looks like this is, it has more spy thriller type vibes. It definitely has more of a, a winter soldier type mm -hmm. vibe to it than any of the other things that we've seen. And it looks fun. It looks paranoid interesting. Th thriller. Yeah. A, a paranoid, isolated Nick Fury. And I, I like what we've gotten so far. I, I'm making a guess. I'm assuming that Kingsley Benadir, uh, who we talked about when we mm -hmm. were reviewing one night, in Miami is going to be the main villain. Um, that but, he's a character in that one room just everyone talos is there and he just everyone in the room turns into him yeah yep okay um and so it'll be interesting to to see how this plays out now this is going to be different than the 2000s oh, version of this comic book where <laughs> yeah. you know it was 
is this is this avenger a uh scroll like who's this who's this and it, it was really who could you trust this seems like it's going to be scaled back significantly that's just my impression from the trailer i could it would be wrong. have to be i don't know how you could pull off like that's an avengers level movie or threat not like a, a tv show whose yeah. main characters are nick fury and talos yeah um question for you do you think that so in addition to getting the return of colby smolders we're also going to get um oh no his name just jumped out of my head uh who is the agent from black panther uh oh yeah martin freeman i know yeah thank him. you everett ross is the character everett yes. ross Everett who Ross, says he's you. a big part in uh, Wakanda Forever in the early yes. early days about it. So he's also going to be in this. I One of the questions I have for you, Nick, is do you think we'll ever see Coulson again? There's a rumor that potentially Coulson and or Quake might be in this. I don't think we see Coulson again unless I do no. another prequel. Okay. Not prequel, but set earlier in the timeline. I, I really honestly think with the exception of making uh, Black Bolt look sweet and having a tiny cameo from a different universe that we won't see any of the characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Though mm-hmm. I'd love to see like a thousand Patton Oswalt brothers hanging out together. <laughs> that was one of the weirdest and favorite things about Agents so of S.H.I.E.L.D. So strange. Not even, they didn't even give like a real explanation. It's just like, yeah, this is this just is. This is the new guy who looks like the last guy. It just is. Um, I, don't, I have no predictions as to who's a scroll or not. And the, this actually kind of convinced me one of my theories was wrong. When she's like, where were you? Like, I called you like a thousand times. And he's like, well, this is the one I need to face. Because my theory has always been there never was a Marie Hill. She always was a scroll working mm-hmm. alongside him. But that for them, in that line. Makes me think that I was incorrect in assuming that. Okay. I just want someone to rationalize how a few months ago, Kevin Feige said that this was set during the blip. And obviously that's an impossibility because you have Maria and uh, uh, Nick Nick. who were both snapped out. And even if there's scrolls pretending to be them, it's not she's saying I've been trying to contact you for three years and Nick has been on the spaceship, which we know is post return. So right. there were rumors that this went through a crap ton of reshoots and why it's even been pushed further back. And when you start thinking about the subject matter of scrolls and shapeshifters, you can easily see how they could have. Yeah, sure. We'll set it during one time, but now we can move it to another and, and not lose everything but it still makes me a bit concerned about the editing for this series what do you what do you guys think on that i'm not worried at all because almost every show has every every movie literally has from disney uh reshoot time built into it including contracts which keeps chris evans schedule open for example yeah i mean it's part of the movie making process today I'm not concerned yeah, but about the reshoot time is different than the actual story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is, this is, this is a, allegedly reshooting for, for, for changes, not additional photography, not, you know, let's get some, uh, re, uh, retakes this on this angle or this is like, again, allegedly 
drastic changes and you can see that there has been a drastic change even from a few months ago of of Feige saying during the blip versus what we're seeing here where it's obviously post so yeah. i don't know if you're not worried what do you what do you think joe jonesy um i think yeah they made a significant number of changes to that and i think the closest thing that i can think of is we were just talking about she hulk um there are clear indications that thing got things got moved around just based on the way some of the characters are acting and while i don't think that it is as impactful on a sitcom a sitcom on a courtroom comedy style show certainly in a spy thriller that would completely fuck it up um and so i think just based on the substantive part of what they're dealing with the serious tone that they're going for that could cause an issue um we'll see we'll see i'm curious i need to look and see what the original timeline for this was because i'm wondering if any of this was supposed to tie into the marvels as well Mm. uh, given that the scrolls were such big players in that um movie so i don't know but yeah, I, I I think you're right that substantively it could be more problematic than certainly anything else. <coughs> Best I got. We'll see. Um, oh, I said we were going to move on to Lucasfilm, but there's one more. There's one more thing I want to throw out there, mostly because Nick, you and I, I know how much we both like musical scores. Uh, Michael Giacchino, he's not going to be making a score, I don't think, but he is going to be directing Werewolf by Night. Um, or did I like this? <laughs> and look, some obviously did rather. It's a it comes out next month. Yeah, and it comes out in October. It has um, a full trailer. I I like the trailer we got. It has that old black and white, old timey feel. It's sort of grind housey but not yeah it's just like it's right on the cusp of that and so I, it's like one of those films that came on at 11 o'clock at night or something like that on a friday night that you would just watch and you're like where'd this movie come from like this is just so beyond your it's monster your lifetime vision. in your air yeah exactly um and so i'm looking forward to it just from that perspective and i hope it does well mostly because I like it when they try new things, even if they don't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this is a film that stars Gail Garcia Bernal and Werewolf by Night, to the best of my knowledge, is a Moon Knight villain antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, First appeared I, in the Moon Knight issue. Yeah. And I think there was a time when people thought that the wolf thing that whatever it was, the dog slash wolf thing that he was beating up, and Moon Knight was Werewolf by Night. That was proven mm-hmm. not to be true. Yeah. Um, but we still ended up getting a Werewolf by Night series anyway. Um, a little special, right? Isn't like a 40-minute special? Yeah. Fact, someone asked James Gunn, will his be called a holiday or a, a special also? He's like, yep, yeah, mine will have the same logo up front, which is like a Marvel presentation. Not like Which is cool. Yeah. I like that uh that special logo thing. That's fun. Um so we'll see. I, I'm really excited for it. Do you know his character's name? No. Jack Russell. Jack Russell. It's so weird. It's goofy. 
It's fine. That that's the level of camp they're going for. So we'll see. You're nodding at me. You know what Jack Russell is, right? <laughs> you got like kind of this house smile. You're like nodding. Like you don't, you know, no idea what I'm talking about. Do you? At least you Jack Russell's here. Dog tag. Dog. Oh. oh, okay. Um, I didn't think it was so yeah. that simple. <laughs> yeah. Super simple. Barely an inconvenience. Moving on to Lucasfilm. Do you want to talk Indiana Jones? No, just we have we don't have a title. We have a new piece of music that was actually at the Hollywood Bowl first. And I know that Phoebe Walter Bridge is confirmed to be his god. Waller. Waller. And I find her an absolute talent. Um so who's who is her what's her parentage? Is it Marcus Marcus Brody's? No. Maybe uh, oh, you, we don't know that. Okay. We don't know, but Frank Marshall tweeted out that she's his goddaughter. Okay. Which is their relation. Whereas, like, at first, James Burns was like, is she the child of Marion Ravenwood? And I'm like, no, we already have <laughs> what? We already met the child of Marion Ravenwood, and he was awful. And they wouldn't have yeah. just mentioned a sibling at the wedding and everything. But I was disappointed they didn't share the footage online. The the description sounds very exciting. And yeah, it does seem like everyone cares more than the last one, especially James Mangold, who's not part of the other ones. So, yes, I think that'll be the key. Wolverine and Professor X killing fame, uh, which is actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Do you think that this we will see an end to Indiana Jones in this film? I don't think they kill off Indiana Jones. Really? Shocked. It's like I don't think they would actually kill off Ethan Hunt, and but they should have killed off Batman or James the Dark Bond trilogy. They did once out of like six Bonds. They'd have done it once, so maybe when yeah. we're on our sixth Indiana Jones, this hopefully never happens. As far as recasting, yeah. they would kill him. <laughs> I'm at this point, so we know that John Rhys Davies is coming back. Which I'm so excited for. Yeah. Should be exciting. Which means it'll be more in, like, I I missed him in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but we're not even on his part of the globe. So it made sense that he wouldn't be flying out to South America to join them on an adventure. So this, yeah. And I love uh, the outfit Mad Nicholson gets to wear. It's very reminiscent of the one Nazi with the clothes hanger and Mm. the, the thing. Like, it's almost the same costume. Yeah. So that sounds like, um, so to your point about people caring more, there are a couple of lines from there. So one, I did see Harrison Ford talking about this, that footage. I don't know if it got released or if it was leaked, um, but he's he's basically about to cry on stage talking about this movie. Um, and the line that he was saying, excuse me, when he was talking about it, he said, this is it. Um, and he sounded like he was about to cry when he said, this is it. Um, and then he said, I will not fall down for you again, but thank you so much. Uh, he said, this one is fantastic. And then he was talking about Phoebe Waller-Bridge and he said, we have a very human story in a movie that will kick your ass. Um, and as he's saying that he talks about the, the heart that's in the film and he starts talking about that's because of her. And mm-hmm. he's getting visibly choked up talking about that. So, um, yeah, to your point about how good this film is. I, I there are good. people There's who no way to know. 
but well so i was about to say there are people who you know part of the job is to sell their movies yeah Harrison Ford yeah, that's true. is the kind of person that gives zero fucks. They brought me back for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I don't, like, whatever. That's not the impression I got from him on this. And so um, that is the thing that gives me hope. And yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he always a bigger fan of uh, his time oh, yeah. with Indy than he was as Han? I mean. Yeah, he yeah. always wants to get killed off yeah. when he's Han. Indy's yeah. always like, yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. You came asking. <laughs> Let's do it again, baby. Um, I saw something about some de-aging tech that they were supposedly going to use in this film. Any guesses as to why? I think the opening does take place during World War II. Um, really? They were when they were shooting stuff with the castle, and Toby, I forgot his last name was there. He was uh, Armandola. Yeah, Keith. No, no, that's Keith. a country singer. <laughs> yeah, Toby Jones. Yeah, Toby oh my Jones. God, and I know. Harrison joking, Ford. Jonesy, were you joking? Yes. Okay, thank and I God. knew he was wrong too. No, but, you uh, didn't. You said yes. No, I didn't. Not to yes, that one. <laughs> Roll the tape. Go back. <laughs> He's oh, definitely like, yeah. Didn't agree with <laughs> you, Keith. But um, uh, he uh, well, I probably said yes. Not even listening. I'm like, no. It's like Keith Urban and Carl Urban. I used to get those confused as far as names, not people. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There, the first so set Keith photos that leaked now. had the castle. Toby Jones is with Indy. There's a Nazi train, and there are dots all over Harrison Ford's face. Mm-hmm. But it still wouldn't fit. I would cast someone else to play his body. Do you guys like, know about the other potential reasons for de-aging and stuff? You guys I'm know, trouble. yeah. You guys are tracking that, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. I don't. I'm curious. I don't know if that's true. Um, given it's fascinating to me, people have no issues with like arcs of the covenant or the cup of Christ, but interdimensional aliens, like fuck that shit. And so I'm curious, did they take the wrong lesson from that, and they will just avoid that, or if they're just going to lean into it and be like, yeah, time travel, baby. Oh, um, the the footage of the of the uh, Roman boats and the centurions that got severely um, shoved down and nipped by and uh, nipped by uh, uh, Nick would work too because a cut anyway anyways um, nipped by uh, Disney uh, mm-hmm. and and Lucasfilm kind of I mean they usually don't try to quash things like that when it's you know, when it plausible that, you know, when it, when it feels like it could be, or couldn't be things that they really didn't want out, but who, who knows? Yeah. yeah. What I could be more exciting if they're doing with time travel actually going through time. At the, right? Yeah. At the same time, it could easily be a flashback where he's talking about like, Oh, the Romans had this. Mm-hmm. No, even though I don't think they've done that before either. If he's just always giving and, like talking about the Ark of the Covenant and drawing stuff on the boards. We don't get like a flashback to like Egypt or anything. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, because I've heard that rumor and one of the things they had on display Egypt. was a clock looking device. So yeah. Shut yeah. up, cat. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see. Summer of 2023 for a subtitleless Indiana Jones film. Indiana Jones and the Time Turner? I don't know. I'm not bad at this. I'm not good at this. Ready to move on? Yeah. 
this is the final thing that I want to talk about. Willow baby. Uh, I, my parents, if you, to hear them tell it, I wore this fucking VHS out. Um, they're probably right. Like I love that film growing up. I loved it. And so we live in an era where Amazon has Lord of the Rings. HBO has house of the dragon. Um, Netflix has, they've got something, they've got the Witcher. And so Disney's like, what do we got? What do we got? What are we going to do? They fucking, they bring out Willow off good. That's what they can do. And I love it. Um, so we've got a story that sees Sorsha reaching back out to her old friend. So Sorsha played by Joanne Wally, and she's going to uh, kind of reach Fuck out to up. him almost. Sorry, not to you, to my cat. <gasps> almost Leia style, right? Help me, Willow, off good. You're my only hope. You helped my husband, Mad Mardigan, during the Stone Wars. Those people got turned to stone, right? That um, Val Kilmer's character. Who said Dr. Stone? Yes. White? I just heard Stone Wars. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Mad Mardigan, um, Val Kilmer's character, who they said, even though he is not going to be in the film due to his ongoing health issues, mm-hmm. would his presence would be felt. So we, we know that we already have a daughter uh, of his in the film. We also know that Christian Slater has been cast in the film and he is going to be a compatriot of Mad Mardigan. So, you know, it, that seems super appropriate to get Christian Slater, someone who was of that era, um, same as Val Kilmer. So yeah, 30 November, this is going to be dropping. And so they dropped some new footage and I'm, I'm all in. It wouldn't have taken much, but I'm back, baby. I'm into it. Do you have any affinity for Willow, Nick? Well, I could when the first teaser trailer came out and Jammer and I were kind of flabbergasted that you were that interested. No, I don't remember it well enough. I just I have no nostalgia built into it. So I would probably rewatch the movie. And then actually watch this because it also looks harmless. It doesn't like something I'd be bored with. In fact, it might. I had no intention of liking Lord of the Rings, but it brought me in. So this could totally do the same thing. Yeah. So I'd still looking back. I don't even want to ever rewatch the movies again. But I'm finding this show within the world fascinating. So I think I do want to watch them. Not The Hobbit, but it does make me want to at least watch. uh, Yeah, definitely The Hobbit. But. Definitely the original trilogy. Um, but going back to Willow, like, man, you turn that, that James Horner soundtrack. Mm. I'm right there, baby. I, yeah. Have you heard the song? Have you heard the music? You, you've seen the movie it's before. It's not within my memory banks, but it's probably something I would look up on Apple Music today. So I like James Horner quite a bit. You can just go to YouTube. YouTube is a thing. Yeah, but I already pay for Apple Music, so I might as well go on there and not have any commercials. Pay for YouTube with your data. I don't use no. it on the phones. No, I don't. I don't mean your actual. Never mind. I mean you're tracking the data that you give oh. just by looking your search uh, history. Everything leads towards that. That's my main takeaway from digital marketing. That's true. That's how exactly they aim commercials right. at you. That's right. That's right. Which Hulu um, side quest? Really quick side quest. Hulu is very, very bad at this. Like at what? At tra- they they don't seem to track it at all, even with which what you're watching and y- your demographic is. Like, 
they they've started showing trailers for shows i'm in the middle of watching like i'm watching an episode of the patient and there's like here's a trailer for the patient and it's like you need a better algorithm man like you should be aiming stuff at me besides car insurance and that just because i'm watching it's always sunny in philadelphia doesn't mean i'm like at the right age for fucking car insurance <laughs> so that's just always my sure, real like everyone you? else is really good at aiming it no i'd have car i guess well, and then I get like Carvana and stuff. And it's like, if I'm yeah. watching a trashy show like Sunny, I can't afford a car. <laughs> you know why they've started doing that more than just uh, advertising their own shows, right? Because they can charge money to those advertisers to advertise on their space. And yeah. guess what streaming services are in dire need of right now? <laughs> well, that's what's so yeah. funny about it. I was going to become a few the norm. Weeks, for a few weeks, I was like, when was the last time they advertised some of their own stuff? Like, I should be seeing more movie trailers on Prey or no, like more Hulu trailers. And, you will see less. But and now less. they've switched. Like, yes. like this was a few weeks ago. It kind of made me angry that they're not advertising their own stuff. And now they are. And like, I think it's increased in the last three weeks where now I'm seeing lots of trailers for Hulu shows. But um, yeah, I remember this my brief Hulu period. Are you coming up on the 2000s? <laughs> Sorry, uh, before I forget, Nick, are you coming up on the end of your contract? Maybe they're trying to show you content to keep you. I don't I don't know if you know. In fact, um, my dad just got the Verizon plan that gives you a year of oh, okay. ESPN uh, plus Hulu with commercials and Disney plus. So Sorry, I didn't mean anything. I just re-upped. OK, didn't mean to interrupt, Jonesy. No, it's fine. Uh, I was just going to say, I just remember this brief period during the uh early to mid 2000s where it used to be you would go into a movie theater and it would just be trailer after trailer after trailer and then it was car commercials and mountain dew commercials and like mm -hmm. nothing but commercial i was like what the fuck is this i would like to see something other than what i could just watch on my television show me the trailers for the movies that i want to see um and i remember when they scaled that back significantly and went back to trailers but that was an annoying period of time uh there was something that somebody said a little bit ago it was either chapik or whoever's in charge of hbo now um kyle to your point about streaming services getting more expensive i thought they said they were thinking about raising the prices hbo, on HBO max. max thinks their yeah. uh joint when they combine with discovery will cost uh will cost more and i got an email from hulu saying they're raising it by a dollar so yeah keep telling you guys it's not it's not sustainable. <laughs> it just oh no! Isn't. I have, I <laughs> not, have not already... you. That was like general. Yeah, you royal you. <laughs> mm, I'll be sad yeah. if it ever goes away because I, I mean, it, I in the beginning the it was sustainable. Model. This is funny. right. Say that before they started doing their own content. Yeah, in in some ways it well Netflix still ran in the in the red the. Um, the the problem was is they literally depended solely on subscription so they had to mm -hmm. lease content buy content and a lot of that content did not necessarily come with a uh, um, merchandising rights so netflix wasn't making money on anything but subscribers so they ran in the red still do from what i know most most mm -hmm. of the time um they ran in the red a lot and that's when they they started trying to get things that they could you know in-house uh produce and 
again, uh, yeah, if you can get some things to to sell merchandise, sure, but not not everything sells merchandise. And then you right. go into the conversation that uh, Matt Damon had uh, on on uh, that interview, or or was it Hot Ones when he was talking about uh, DVD sales and home, home video sales? Was it Hot that, Ones? I'm, it was, it was Hot something. Ones. Uh, because was, I found yeah. it funny that he was making that argument on YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's uh, it's it's a valid point. There there is no there are no additional uh, income streams now for these these studios. And it's it's similar to when musicians when when Spotify really really took off in the in the late two thousands mid, uh, you know, getting into the twenty teens uh, when when Spotify and Pandora were just you know delivering music out out the ass. And now you got Amazon and and YouTube Music, Google Play Music back in back in the day. Uh, you look at, at what musicians have to, how much more touring they do. And I'm not talking like the top of the top 40 that, you know, thousand dollar tickets. No, I'm talking your, your regular, you know, musicians, uh, out there touring, touring musicians have to tour way much more because album sales don't exist and pennies on the song don't, don't matter. And so if they can't tour and sell merchandise, how do they, how do they make money? If you, if you're not if you're not the estate of a group like uh, the Beatles or say Michael Jackson or or you're not Britney Spears right now who's you know alive and able to sell uh, her songs out to to be licensed, if you're if you're newfound glory and you retire, you, how how do you make a living? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and and streaming is very very similar in that you're shifting the way people. Uh, not just consume, but pay for for that consumption. And there there's this whole block of of what of money used to rely on called home video sales and rentals in a, in a way. And those are almost all but gone. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like I think there was a discussion about HBO moving stuff back to DVDs, right? The yeah, the they do want to do more streaming service, home video sales, and uh, even digital home video but still yeah. home home video the no, problem is dude oh, let's go go ahead well i was just gonna say the the cat's out of the bag on that one i will yeah. never buy another dvd <laughs> again um and well, even I, digital I like sales in case power goes or not not just power goes out but internet goes out and things like things like that so it's gonna say when power goes out like what what are you doing well How are you laptops that that have uh dvd I players see. you know yeah sure i don't even have one of those i haven't had one of those in <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I was going to close out the show, but Nick's taking a shit. Um, I mean, if you're done, we, we talked music. <laughs> we did talk. Huh? I said we talked music for a minute. So we it wrapped up, right? Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Shut it down. But I, I don't know how long this shit's gonna take. You didn't even say I'll be right back this time. I'm kind of worried. You heard music and just got got. <laughs> oh man. But he <laughs> loves seems... music, so I just well, no, I think it was real bad. I think it's just the the uh, uh, the um, business topic itself. I mean, when it when it comes to like. I always get accused of of simping for for billion dollar businesses, and I'm like, I'm I'm not really though, guys. I I want content, and I want Just my reality. Yeah, I want my content of quality and and quantity, and uh, streaming has seen that steadily decline. So <laughs> I'm simping for myself here. I'm I'm a I'm very selfish. Anyways, yeah. Nick's back. I Nick's think back. I've been poisoned by my constituents.
Oh, you a cat who you told to fuck off. <laughs> I locked in the room too. It just it just went and shit in your cereal. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah, I would hope I would notice that. So I do eat raisin bran. So, hmm. I'm very disgusted right now. Which is a good 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 time to shut down the show. Yeah, um, shut her off. <laughs> let's shut her down. Who watches? I watch Next Generation because I want to get to Deep Space Nine. That's all I have to say about it. All right. You really want to get to Deep Space Nine. And they're like, you got to watch it first. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it first. Hey, that's a good question. So, folks, um, if you hop on Discord, let Nick know. What are the episodes of The Next Generation that he should be looking out for? uh, Which are his favorites? So I'll let you know some of mine offline. We'll talk about that. Cool. Um, Especially Deep Space Nine. Like, I, I I feel like I have more favorite episodes of Deep Space Nine than I do of The Next Generation. But... We'll, we'll get to that. Cool. Um, folks, if you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Like I said, hop on the Discord. Let Nick know what episodes of The Next Generation are your favorite. Um, also, <laughs> this is really funny. So last week, you had to listen to us struggle. Us noobs, non-Tolkien readers talk about this stuff. <laughs> um, Cam and Kyle actually have a show. They're they're more experts in this field. What's the name of the show? It's the what's the name of the show? It Kyle? is it is review of the rings. Review of the rings. So Super if you would clever. like to hear some some non-struggle bus discussions about Lord of the Rings, you should go check them out. Um, I'm Cam's really enjoying the show. Yeah, I, man. New episode today for me. Fuck yeah. It was really funny. Like <laughs> Cam was like, yeah, I, I watched the show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Cam said that this is the episode that has won him over, called it beautiful. So mm. uh, uh, check it out today, guys. And then check out the, really? the Rings That's interesting. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Check it out tomorrow, folks. Uh, I'm going to start watching the show so I can see all of the things that I missed in uh in my watch of lord of the rings but like i said like rate comment subscribe share it we would definitely appreciate it uh also lrm has other great content where else on the website and on the genreverse podcast network like review of the rings other than that nick doll where can you be found at geeky nick doll on twitter and instagram which i really don't use but i'm trying to start using and then i do marvel multiverse mayhem with kyle currently on thursdays but you never know what day of the week they're going to be releasing you the marvel know. content you never forward. know it you used to be know. mondays which was our triple m and now it's mayhem which is our triple m so all right and you can find me tweeting and instagramming though not lately just sometimes as jonesy's and of course, right here on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Thanks to Kyle on the ones and twos for producing the show. And we will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any anya.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 